0: Sweet aroma Bold and beautiful I can hardly wait to taste Early morning Something wonderful Is about to make my day Hey, give me a good cup of coffee Give me a word that rocks me A whole lot of juices. A little caffeine. The world waits at the front door. Let it wait just a bit more. Because I need Jesus and a little caffeine. Hello, everybody out there in podcast land, and welcome to another episode of Jesus and Coffee. Amen. My name is Jay Brooks, and I'm your host for this daily devotional Bible study. I'm a Christian, a husband, a father, and a grandfather. I love Jesus, and I love coffee, hence the name of this podcast. I have my Bible open in front of me in a nice, hot mug of dark roast coffee, so I have everything I need to start my day. This isn't really about coffee. It's all about Jesus. I just drink coffee while I'm doing it, and I happen to love this song by John Waller. My wife and I met him two years ago this coming August at a free concert he gave at a church here in New England. We had a nice conversation, and he wasn't trying to get rid of us. He was genuinely interested in getting to know us a little bit. So check out his music, and if you have a chance, go to see him. I highly recommend it. He is a good Christian brother who loves Jesus and loves coffee, so that makes him my kind of guy. So let's get things started, shall we? As I do every morning, I want to pray before getting into the Word. Almighty God, we come to you in the name of Jesus, and we ask you to open our eyes that we may behold wonderful things from your Holy Word. Change us with your Word, because we desperately need to be changed. Speak to us through your Word, because we desperately need to hear your voice, and reveal yourself to us from your Word, because we desperately need to know you. Amen. So Jesus said to the Jews who had believed him, The slave does not remain in the house forever. The son remains forever. So if the son sets you free, you will be free indeed. I know that you are offspring of Abraham, yet you seek to kill me because my word finds no place in you. I speak of what I have seen with my father, and you do what you have heard from your father. They answered him, Abraham is our father. Jesus said to them, If you were Abraham's children, you would be doing the works Abraham did. But now you seek to kill me, a man who has told you the truth that I heard from God. This is not what Abraham did. You are doing the works of your father. They said to him, We were not born of sexual immorality. We have one father, even God. Jesus said to them, If God were your father, you would love me, for I came from God, and I am here. I came not of my own accord, but he sent me. Why do you not understand what I say? Is it because you cannot bear to hear my word? Whoever is of God hears the words of God. The reason why you do not hear them is that you are not of God. The word of the Lord. Amen. In this passage, we see that some of the religious authorities, since that is what John usually means when he says the Jews, are finally getting the message. But their belief will not last long, since Jesus immediately raises the bar. If you abide in my word. Then you are truly my disciples, and you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. This is the acid test of faith. Living in God's word makes you a true disciple. Intellectual assent is not enough. James 2.19 says, You believe that God is one, you do well. Even the demons believe and shudder. The difference between mental assent and a genuine saving faith is continuing in the word of God, living in his word. Jesus is speaking of freedom from the slavery of sin. This freedom comes from Christ alone. Intellectual, moral, and spiritual freedom only exists when we are set free from darkness, ignorance, and superstition by the Son of God. It is only when that light of the world shines on us and in us. Only by continuing to believe and obey Jesus' word can we know the truth and be set free from our slavery to sin. Being a slave to sin means being unable to escape from sinful patterns of behavior. Only Jesus can set you free from the guilt, shame, and the life-controlling power of sin. However, I am convinced that we will never be sinless in this life. The more time we spend in the word of God, though, the less we will sin. God will sometimes remove from our life and circumstances the desire to do something sinful. And during those times, it is easy to refrain from sin because we are not really tempted. He does this to strengthen us. But when He, after a time, allows us to be tempted, that is when we have to fight. That's where the struggle is. And it is in that struggle that we are really strengthened. And we get to know who we really are. The Christian life is a battle. We must battle this world, the devil, and our flesh. When temptation comes, we must resist it with all of the strength available to us in Christ Jesus. Sometimes, instead of fighting, we welcome. Hello, old friend. Long time no see. How have you been? Pull up a chair, sit down, let's chat. And that is when we fall and when we fail. We must submit to God and resist the devil, as it says in James 4.7, and he will surely flee. Jesus said that if we drink the living water, we will not thirst. And if we eat the living bread, we will not hunger. We must continually drink the living water and continually eat the living bread. This is not a one-and-done type of thing. It must be a continuous exercise in the Christian life. Hunger and thirst for the things of this world will never be satisfied because those things, regardless of the quantities consumed, are not capable of satisfying. We must then hunger and thirst for righteousness instead of the things of this world. In Matthew 5, 6, Jesus said, Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be satisfied. Sin never satisfies. It promises pleasure and delivers pain. It promises happiness and delivers despair. Sin will always leave you empty and broken. These people that Jesus is talking to don't even know they are slaves. They think they are free. Once again, they want to kill Jesus for the crime of telling the truth. They do not love God, so Jesus' words don't penetrate the hard outer shell, the calloused heart, and the stopped-up ears, because they are not children of God, but children of the devil. Unlike these professed believers, we must develop a hunger for his word and a thirst for his fellowship in prayer. I remember when I first met the Lord Jesus, how hungry I was for the Word. I read the Word every chance I got. Whenever I had a moment to spare, whether I was at lunch or on a break, I was always in the Word, or I was praying. Part of the reason I have been moved to do this podcast and to make it daily rather than some longer interval is because somehow, over the last 25 years, I formed the idea in my mind that I knew the Word. I thought that I had devoured the Word and I was now full. I know now that you can never be full. There is always room for more of God's word. As long as you and I are on this earth, the stuff of earth will fight for the allegiance we have only to the giver of all good things. And just like that, once again, while working on this podcast, I am reminded of a song by the late Rich Mullins, a man whose music had a tremendous impact on my life. Listen, please, as I recite the words of If I Stand. There's more that rises in the morning than the sun, and more that shines in the night than just the moon. It's more than just this fire here that keeps me warm and a shelter that is larger than this room. And there's a loyalty that's deeper than mere sentiment and a music higher than the songs that I can sing. Stuff of earth competes for the allegiance I owe only to the giver of all good things. So if I stand, let me stand on the promise that you will pull me through, and if I can't, let me fall on the grace that first brought me to you, and if I sing, let me sing for the joy that has borne in me these songs, and if I weep, let it be as a man who is longing for his home. There's more that dances on the prairies than the wind, more that pulses in the ocean than the tide. There's a love that is fiercer than the love between friends, and more gentle than a mother's when her baby is at her side. The stuff of earth competes for the allegiance. I owe only to the giver of all good things. So if I stand, let me stand on the promise that you will pull me through. And if I can't, let me fall on the grace that first brought me to you. And if I sing, let me sing for the joy that has borne in me these songs. And if I weep, let it be as a man who is longing for his home. Stuff of earth fights for the allegiance. We owe only to the giver of all good things. My friends, let's fight that fight together and live the victorious Christian life. Thank you for listening once again to Jesus and Coffee. Amen and may God richly bless you. And remember folks, you need to hunger and thirst for righteousness. Righteousness. Something like that. Bye-bye now.